And welcome back, Past Assault, episode 44, podcast, casual conversation podcast between Max Cambria and John Prony, Buffalo, New York. Between John Prony and Max Cambria, but that's subject. Between Barber Studio, John Peroni, and Max Cambria. And Whole Foods, Max Cambria. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Whole Foods for right now. What, uh, what do you got for me, John? Come on, you got All a right. surprise. I got a surprise. I got an idea, more than anything. And I think it'll not only be great for our friendship, I think it'll be great for our content. Oh, no. I think it'll be, <laughs> it'll be only positive in our life. It's a project. I have a project for us, basically. Like an art project? One could argue. Great. But not really. It's not going to be the most artistic thing in the world. I want us to go in together on a original 1990 to 1998 Mazda Miata. And I want us to learn how to work on cars on this on the Gemma Mazda, Vivier, on the Miata. Is this what what landed you on the Miata? Well, over the last however many months, I've been getting into cars more and more. As the regular listeners, I'm sure I've heard, and I'm sure yeah, might be every episode sick of. seems to start with mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And I learned how to drive stick on a Miata. I think they're funny little cars. They are a little funny. <laughs> I like that they're all drop tops, pretty much. Not all of them, but the vast majority. They're all stick, I think, or at least the vast majority. Again, they're they're just unique in a bunch of different ways, and they're also extremely modifiable. And there's a huge community based around turning your Miata into your own personal creation. And there's a lot of self customization out there to do, specifically with aftermarket parts designed for the Miata. So it could be sick. And so it's super cheap. Super cheap. The, the foundation's there, but here's what we need. Besides getting, besides the Miata that right. we would need. Right. How do you expect to get the car off the ground to work on it? We're going to have to get jacks. Like, Yeah, that's good part ones. of it. Dude, jacks are 24 bucks a piece. You get four of them. You're good. No, those are s- crappy jacks. It'll be, it'll be low to the, too low to the ground. You I've need this thing into off us. the I've car. I've been looking into this. You can get that thing this high off the ground uh, for people not uh watching it's like a foot and a half two foot off the ground what do you want to do into this man what do you want to do to the miata a bunch of things i want to put coilovers on it which is just a suspension thing where it gets lowered and has a better ride quality so it doesn't have so much body roll i want to put on rally rims which are like think travis pastrana ken block jim Kana, like white rims that you would see on like a really cool like how would we how would that car. work okay so 50 50 we split the cost down the middle how would mm-hmm. it work after the labor after the car you know even before we think it's quote done we That's both think it's never done it's, it's a project lives. we just keep doing shit on it you know what i mean we just keep doing little things that we want to do we replace the steering wheel with a racing steering wheel we replace the sound system with something cool we until eventually put a roll cage in it like we could just like learn how to fucking work on cars for five years or 10 years on this thing could eventually the technology hopefully exists where you can take out an engine and drop in a uh, electric. electric one you can already there's people yeah. that do that yeah tons of people not tons but there's a significant portion of the electric vehicle population that's turning their eyes on resto mods specifically old muscle cars which i think is ironic because those guys are like the least like a guy who wants a naturally aspirated v8 is the least electronic car guy electric 
car guy. I yeah, but I would I would have a muscle car that was electric for sure. I would too. I've but seen we're also some like, that we're not are, muscle car guys. We're like no. into different shit. <laughs> I, I, I've seen some that are big. I mean, I'm not against muscle cars. Actually, someone almost convinced me that Mustangs were cool recently. And I was like, wait, no, they're not. But, you know. Yeah, I'm starting to learn that like, convincing you about cars isn't that hard. Well, because there's always cool things about every car. What? You Whoa, what, I mean? what was that? What? Big flash com- com- came from uh, outside your... Right, there it is again. Yeah, it's the piece of shit light bulb out there. It's not... What? Yeah, it's it's, it's on right now, and it's just the kind of... It looks like that room is dark, right? You didn't replace it? Oh, no, I shouldn't say the bulbs, because I did replace the bulbs. It's the housing. It's something oh. wrong with the... So you got a fire hazard going on. That's cool. Yeah, I put out I put out the uh, the word a couple of weeks ago that I need an electrician. Got a couple of recommendations. Should be coming in soon. Take a look at just that housing, or are you doing something else? I got three of those problems actually. The other two aren't flickering or anything; they're just off. So those are safe. That might just be a quick thing. Yeah, that's what, probably a hundred bucks for the whole thing. Oh, no, not a hundred. <laughs> that's okay though. And so we're gonna get a Miata. Circa 90s. We're going to get it to race car. Well, 90 to 98 because that's when the original first generation models came out with the flip-up headlights. The NAs, they're called. Right. That's very, very important that we get that generation. Those break a lot, did you know? They're relatively reliable as long as you know the parts that need work. I'm not talking about the car, just the headlights, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The headlights, are, I've known, but you but can that's, But you that's can also like that. classic Miata. Like, if you're getting a Miata, you might as well go for, like, the OG. You know what I mean? Yeah, we like, could. Like, why do it if you're not I getting I mean... And the one I learned on was an original, like, first 1500 production model. Why stop at Miata? Why don't we get a Miata and a van? And because your girlfriend's into van life now, yeah. so why don't we start modding a van out? Well, I think the Miata would be the best way to learn. Yeah. And then the van would be our... Like, once we know what we're doing a little more, because if we're going to stick this girl in a van and send her to Nebraska, we're going to need to be Better very... Better be reliable. Yeah, yeah. we're going to need to be very confident in our skills. That, like, it's not going like, to break like, down. She wants to road trip in it. The Miata's just yeah, getting around point, town with, yeah. the, with the you know with the top down, going to get ice cream and shit. In the summer. Only in the summer. Because winter Miata... It's rear-wheel drive, which also means we're going to be fucking burning tires, and I hope you know. Yeah. We're going to be... We're going to be learning how to do J-turns. We're going to be learning how to if do... If we get the car off the ground, we can replace our own tires. Always save half the, you know, oh, the labor costs. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of them. I want to learn how to pretty much, you know, take care of a, of a simple old car on my own. Have you priced out just the Miata at all? Yeah. Have you seen them? What are Le- they? What's less than 10K. Easily. Easily. Le- like in, I'm talking like 5, 6 range. For low miles? Uh, Let me see. Like not on its last leg. We can look into it later, but not as long as it's not on its last legs. You know, you don't want to buy the car and then have to deal with all these problems before you even get to the point where you can work on what you want to work on. I'm cool with there being certain things wrong, but there's certain things I don't want to have to replace. Replace. I don't want to have to replace the clutch or the transmission. I don't want to have to replace. Um. Actually, that's pretty much it because body panels, if there's rust, you can just replace a body panel because they made so many Miatas. And they also have body kits out there. We could, like, after we lower it, we could put a cool body no, kit put, on it. Oh, no, you can't with the drop top. Never mind. What? No, no. Roll no. cage? No, no, no. We could do a roll cage. cage. We could do a roll cage. That's easy. If you found a Miata that you really like but it wasn't drop top, would you still buy it? I think those first editions, they don't even have hard pro- tops. I think that's the second ones. You might be right about that. But if it is a hard top... It, 
if it's a gem, I'm still with it. If it's like a really good buy. But if it's a hard top, it's got to really sell me on some other things. I got to imagine that there's not – I don't see Miatas often in Buffalo. Is there a market in Buffalo or would we have to buy it? Like who has I mean, a Miata? Salt, it, we salt. So any the car market here is always going to be shittier. Yeah. But they made so many that it wouldn't be too – like, you know, if we have to go to a couple hours away to go grab one, it's not the end of the world for me. Um, have we – so looking from the outside, two guys – you said 5K with $2,500. You think that that money that should us, be that, spent that, that on a car. That gets us a Miata that yeah. already runs and drives. And it does. Is but also, there's not a long-term return on that investment. We could each take $2,500, put it in something, get that money back, and then use that money to get a Miata after we've already made money. So I'm not going to disagree with that. But what I would say is that not only have Miatas leveled out as far as they're not going to depreciate any f- much further than when we buy it. Like right. odds are we're going to be able to get rid of it for whatever we buy it for or close to that. It's where we don't lose money. And the skills we pick up will genuinely save us money long term. When it translates to our own cars. You never got to pay for another oil change. You never got to pr- pay for brake fluid stuff for um, – fuck, I was just watching tires. last night. Yeah, changing tires. Rotating. Yeah, a whole bunch of things. Alignment. How to do. Even like if you go buy an accessory for your car, you want to, you got new headlights that are like more modern to put. That's not something I would do on the flip up headlight Miata, but it would be something I would do on a lot of. Why don't like, we just old get a Miata and also back become investors in a garage and somewhere in the Western New York area and we can keep the Miata there and work on it there and have access to all their stuff. And also we help the. Local business. Like a garage where you run out sp- like time or whatever? Like just, sure, or just have a garage, you know, the guy, keep the me out of there. Sure, why not? I mean, that requires knowing a guy. Do you know a guy? I can meet a guy. Yeah, we could work on that. But <laughs> that's why it's so important for me to get a house that has a garage with at least a, at least a one-car garage. I would love a two or a three, but that's kind of unrealistic. I can see myself building some kind of shed that you can pull a car into <laughs> just to have, like, extra space. Uh, they can ship a built shed to you. Dude, I had a buddy telling me about a shed that he has in his backyard that he got for like four grand. They they even brought like a truck that like picked it up and yeah, just dropped can, it there. Yeah, and they was, can bring it to you. Yeah. One of those uh, <laughs> fucking trucks with the uh, the little thing you can stand in, telephone wire trucks. What are those called? Oh, with the basket that yeah. goes up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, one of those is like for sale there. on Main Street at that car place on Main Street. Yeah. There's a I number on there. if you need like a commercial license to buy that. If you don't, we should buy it. That would have been the perfect way. Yo, buy that thing. Go over to the Bison Stadium. Jack it up all the way. Watch, watch. those games. Yeah. Watch the Blue Jays I got to imagine that the people in the buildings around got to be watching it, right? Like, 100%. if you have access to it. Dude, I, that would be like an event, especially if you're still quarantining. Like, if you're Get still food. if you still have a job where you can't go back yet, you know? Which, Which brings probably going to be everybody again pretty soon. Every, pretty soon yeah. If anybody's wondering how much of a pessimist John is, uh, not only did I say that this would be going through the fall, like originally when everybody was like, oh, it's going to be a month, two months, blah, blah, by the end of summer we'll be good. I was always saying that we'd be fucked through the fall at a minimum. And now I'm predicting that the second wave, whether or not it's actually real, like whether or not there's actually like a big problem happening or if it's a conspiracy theory with the government making all these false positive cases. I don't know. I go back and forth all the time. I think we're all going to 
be uh, told that we can't go back to work. You'll be good at Whole Foods because you're essential. But I think the barbershops are going to get shut down again. I'll be good at Whole Foods, not Restaurants, everything. But I think we're going to go back to square one or close to it. We'll see, dude. And it scares me because I think Whole Foods will probably lay me off if we lock down again. Really? Yeah. I mean, then you'll be able to get unemployment. Will I be able to get unemployment with $600? Who knows? That's at the that, moment, no. That ended. Yeah. I think we will lock down again. I don't know how long it's going to be. I also think well, we were clear to open schools. That's the big thing right now, uh, the debate whether or not to open schools. And New York is going forward with it. Like, yes, open schools. High school and below, obviously, are the why it's like such controversy. No one's really talking about college because a lot of your classes are online anyway. I don't know. You send a kid to school. Mac just shut down their whole sports for the fall. No football, no nothing. No UB football. There's going to be a lot of kids with energy that they don't know what to do with. Like high school, (laughs) like thinking about my high school and how that would look in a pandemic, like coming in, your class size is way smaller. I mean, we were shoulder to shoulder in our cafeteria. I don't know if it was like that for you, but the seats, they're just like connected to the table. It's like they can't do that. Crammed in there. And they have to have multiple lunches just to split us up to begin with just, you know, during regular They're going to have to have lunch in the gym. A lot. So – I talked to a lot of teachers and just, you know, high school and middle school students that I just cut and ask them, like, what their schools are telling them. And it seems like a big chunk of them around here are doing one group comes in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the entire school gets sanitized, and then group B comes in Thursday, Friday, every week, which here's the problem with that. You only go to school two days, and then you have five days of just, like, hanging out with the boys or whatever. Well, I'm sure they like, get a hefty – I'm sure they're going to try to design it so they're spending time on assignments and stuff. And that's yeah, where a lot of people are going to – other ones where they have to sit through uh, – they do Monday, Thursday, where they're in school. And then Tuesday and Friday, they're still sitting through eight hours of class live via Skype or whatever. This is probably where the second wave is going to come from, is school. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking as soon as they let West New York kids go back to school, count on your watch 14 days. Because it's not just the school. They All the schools hire companies for food. It's a, You're lo- talking about a restaurant, basically. Mm-hmm. And that, I can't imagine. I mean, I worked in those kitchens. I can't imagine that uh, it's going to be crazy protective it's just going to be getting food out to who you know whatever maybe they'll just won't do even, lunches bro. i wouldn't even say the food services are going to be the problem it's just the kids not giving a fuck and also just the fact that they'll probably be crammed into spaces where it's insane like have you seen those pictures of uh the georgia, the georgia? Yeah, yeah yeah dude the those kids are getting suspended and for punished. taking a picture yeah a picture it's ridiculous they for pay for that school for exposing the fact that their public tax dollars are dicking them in the ass right now and just exposing thousands of kids to cope and honestly i go back and forth with with the seriousness of it like with how with like you know the death percentage and all that right. but i still think that it's kind of fucked to like almost force people to get it at this you know what i mean it kind of feels like we're forcing kids to deal with a really high risk of getting it. like obviously well it feels like that for georgia like new york they're like well we're less than 600 cases right now so it's looking good, and if that continues downward, yeah. But you never, you know, no. Like the the high percentage of cases right now in New York are twenty to twenty nine year olds. So that's college, and I guess like a lot of colleges around here, they're not feeling they're not going to fill their dorms. Um, also, UB is literally half New York City kids. Yeah, definitely. 
we've been cutting kids that have been coming back and Buff forth State's from the city. a pretty big amount of New York City as well. So it's just going to be that commute in general because you know if there's like another small cluster in New York City, that means that there's going to be a big cluster. Dude, and my little brother is going to Fordham in the fall. Fordham University in the Bronx as a freshman. Dorming? Dorming. They said, you're coming back, pack light. They already know it's going to get shut down again, bro. They're going to have to send everybody home three weeks deep. I'm telling you. Um, everybody already knows. August, September. Yeah. I'd say. He goes in like three, four weeks. By before Halloween, they will. there will yeah. be. Because yeah. there's going to be so many parties and things that they just aren't. You can't control. You can't control Dude, it. Dude, my dorm was a cesspool. I don't know how <laughs> your experience was. But well, I commuted my first year. but What a terrible way to have a freshman year of college. And then I lived with you. Um, it wasn't that bad. Was sophomore year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad because I didn't have to pay for anything except my own car gas. Yeah, but like the experience, I mean. Not yeah, that dude, there were a long, lot of days where I was on that campus for a long time because why go home if on a Friday if you know there's things going on? You might as well just stay and stick it through. And I wish I would have hung out with you more freshmen. You could have just come, came and hang, hung out at my uh, dorm. Um, I've been to your dorm. The, the hanging yeah, out with you. I like once or twice. I you cut my hair once. In I the Venmo'd you. Yeah. I really? Ve- that's when I met you. I Venmo'd you that you're bald ass. I Venmo'd you. Bald? Yeah, that's when you shaved your head. Really? Yeah. I shaved my head in the dorms? That wasn't that Headley? I don't have any pictures like of you with Like Cop John with the stash and the bus Okay, Cop John had long hair. Longer hair. No. I have pictures, John. On yeah, this. You're, you're probably right. On this. You're probably right. <laughs> um, I mean, I might have met you the first time and you had long hair, but. Man, Oxy's crazy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Half yeah. a freshman year, just gone. You could just make up stories about me, and I'd have to be like, okay, maybe. <laughs> um, and there was always someone playing GTA Five in your dorm. Doesn't matter if they were. And it was never me. It was never, never you. Never. And it was always just like, who is this guy? Chris, like sometimes Chris, it was like Ramon, people we knew. It was probably Ramon, and he just never said anything. He was a roommate. Oh, you mean Raymond? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder what it is on his birth certificate. And actually, I do think it is Raymond. On. Uh, That's what he told professors in the classes I had yeah. him. Yeah, I remember that was a big, like, funny thing that he, like, wanted friends to call him Ramon. But, like, professionally, he was Raymond. And on paper, he's also, like, in the literal sense, he's Raymond. Which but his first language was Spanish, so I guess it's not like he's, like, bullshitting, you know? No, he's not bullshitting. It's just weird, though. It's like it's like being, like, to your friends, you're John, but professionally, you're Jan. You want to be called Jan. That, that J is a Y. Or Gianni. Yeah, or, or like your friends call you Jack, but everybody else professionally calls you John. Well, that's actually a thing with me. My well, kind of. My family calls me Jack. You're ki- yeah, your family. And old friends from that era, like way back. Like CCA friends still call me JP and Jack. How? Well, JP is a different story. Do, we know any, do you know anybody that calls me JP? I don't think so. Your era is purely Peroni that call me, and John. You call me John, but a shit ton of people call me Peroni. Yeah, but that's good for you because your name is on your business now. So yeah, it matters. Yeah. Peroni is probably probably ideal for your situation. I think I did choose a good name, even though it's getting narcissistic with the amount of times you see the word Peroni in my barbershop. It's getting kind of crazy. I counted the other day; it was like double digits. I was like, "Ooh, we should we should calm down." Well, um, where are the golf where are the golf shirts with your name on them too? Oh, merch is happening like extremely soon. Like I'm ready to go, basically. I found a uh, place. Did you to, go with polos? 
Um, I'm going to do t-shirts for the masses. I'm doing 20 shirts. I decided I need to give away shirts as a customer appreciation thing. And I was like, all right, how many? And I was like, all right, any more than 20 would be stupid. So I'm just going to make a list of my top 20 clients. And then obviously the barbers and shit. So that's a lot of shirts right there. And you're not selling any of them. I'm probably going to do another 20 for sale to cover the cost of that other one. And probably just not, just hopefully break even. You probably will. If you buy, I mean, if you buy them all at once, bulk, yeah, buy 40 at once, maybe. So you've done merchandise orders with T-shirts, with CVL, right? Yeah. What uh, What was the wholesale, did, wholesale cost of one shirt when you're ordering like more than like around that number? We ordered 30 or 25 um, for the red ones. Do you remember the CVL? Yeah, yeah. Long sleeves, which cost more. And we, uh, I think they were like eight uh, eight fifty a shirt for long sleeve, and less than that for short sleeve. It's not bad. Um, no, and then you sell, you know if you sell them for twenty bucks, which is a good t shirt price, um, you make that back. I think you know it's no secret. I think we were selling them for thirty. Nah, maybe it was twenty five. Um, but yeah, no shirts. That's why so many people do shirts because it's so easy to make your money back if you buy enough. If you buy four shirts, you're not gonna make your money back. I don't want to go cheap though. I want to have like some nice stuff. Yeah, you can get a good material. That uh, who would just I want like this. I I don't want it to be stitched. I guess because that would be expensive. I guess for like my polos for the barbers, I'd probably want them stitched. But yeah. I don't know. John's hitting the merch trail. I think it'll. I've been. COVID woke me up to something that I read in high school. That I'd forgotten about. And it's from one of the most influential and biggest finance books for personal finance ever written. It's, you know, New York Times bestseller, millions and millions of copies sold. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm. I'm sure you've heard of it. Even my dad has a fucking copy of it. Um, he's a financial planner. He should be better than that. But basically, the only way to truly be rich is to be able to make money when you're asleep. To have a business that operates and continues to generate profit and revenue when you're not there and and this is this is where the merch comes in for you yes online merch eventually but yeah I'm there's gonna, a lot I gotta, of i gotta start with you know just this well you gotta you also gotta get your own website there's uh yeah, yeah. that's not that's not as hard as you think that the same you'll spend the same amount of money on getting that website up that you will on that shirts or less i'm telling you even if you have somebody else make it for you um but there's all this talk on the interwebs about passive income, passive income, passive income, passive income. That's like it's jammed down your throat. You know, that's why people uh, that's why like like vloggers or like people who are content creators just do a ton of stock work. Because if they are a photographer, for example, they take a bunch of stock photos of random crap, put it on a website and they're generating a dollar or whatever per sale of someone using that for whatever passive income. Or a drone. That's why so many people get drones now. Because if you take just an overhead shot of your city or like of the waterfront, whatever, just in general. It doesn't even need to have any identifying marks about Buffalo. So people buy that all the time. They splice it into their stuff. So passive income. Or as Wall Street says, one of the most influential uh, things out there right now are Robin Hood traders. From Robin Hood's huge. I, right, right now, it's huge. Guys that come to the barbershop, there's fucking a ton of them. There's a guy... He's like 20, years younger than me. I think he took his savings from 
four or five grand to thirty over quarantine. For Robinhood? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Um Robin Hood, Davy Day Trader, these these Day forces Trader. are like uh prominent in the um stock market right now, which is kind of crazy. And I don't really know that much about playing the stock market or anything, just that, you know, it happens. But uh, I know somebody who's 25, 6, so a couple years older than us, got into Robin Hood also during quarantine. Didn't get up to 30, but he's not as active on it, but definitely got from like six hundred dollars to like fourteen hundred dollars in like a month yeah that's realistic yeah um a lot of it comes with covid what it seems like from some guys i've been watching on youtube that are kind of like calling out this whole robin hood fad that's been going on recently. yeah a lot of people hate it it's yeah because it's not real trading it's playing off of it's not insider trading but basically if if somebody comes out and says i think this is a good stock to buy and doesn't say you should go buy the stock. Like as long as they, as long as they word it correctly, right, right, they can influence markets crazy. Especially when a, stock, trader. when a stock price is twenty three cents, and you can buy thousands of them. You know, like anybody, it can really influence the fuck out of a stock. Like somebody will make a stock jump by buying more than has ever been bought before, and just make it look like it's going up. And then a bunch of other people will join in just because they'll see it jump and they'll think right. it's on this huge rise just because one person made a huge investment and then that person pulls out and sells after it's jumped up an extra 20 percent, and everybody else is left with their dick in their hands going it's oh, like shit. those uh you pay me you and eight friends pay me a hundred dollars yeah. to get your money back Except instead of telling somebody to pay you you just like there's just happens to be a stock that goes up and they just right. notice and like, it's, it's like it's a graph so you're like oh there's statistical data like mm-hmm. yep. um Kodak, there's although the, I don't think any lawsuits are happening, but their stock was like this, you know, flat line, not like a flat line, but steady. And then right before they announced that they were going into the pharmaceutical market, there was a lot of investment into them, like out of nowhere. So they started to go up, and then they made the announcement, and then like boom, shot up. And so people are kind of thinking like somebody knew, and then told their buddies to. Put oh, money into like was it was like investment. the week before that announcement was made. not even like within five days yeah. yeah that sounds like insider trading but i don't think anything's gonna happen codex rochester man it's right stone throw my uh i have a lot of family that used to work there actually really yeah doing like, what distant like polish family i don't know codex you don't talk to your polish family i mean he's he died like a year ago the uh, guy the guy who the one who specifically i know worked there and I know his. I think his dad did too, but obviously he's old. He was my great great uncle or something. It's like, yeah, I get a lot of vibe from you that you don't like the Polish. I am Polish. What do you mean? I know, but I just get that vibe from you. The way you're talking uh, about it, the way that you you grabbing I mean, your arms. I think, okay, when I talk, let's start with Polish people. I when like I Polish talk people. about Polish, the Polish side of my family, it probably sounds like I'm negative against the whole thing because they're boring. Um, other than, <laughs> other than <laughs> because I can't sit through conversation with them. Yeah, no, it's they're uh, very posh. Very are they? Are they? Um, what's the term? That there's one do guy they engage? Who's, who's dope. My one uncle on that side is the man. He's like really, really good at guitar, and he's like in a bunch of bands, and he happens to also be a lawyer, and he makes bread. He's, he's mad cool. I do like they him. engage uh, in like the cultural traditions of of Polish? 
Like, no. do they hide a pickle in their tree or something? Oh, yeah. We do that, actually. Oh, okay. I That's that. Polish. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know that, actually. That's Dingus funny. Day? Yep. Um, That's about the only thing, though. And But also, like, <laughs> butter lamb. You know yeah, that is? butter yeah, lamb. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I don't know how many cities still do this, but Buffalo does... Uh, Polish people didn't get, like, all the way across America. I feel like there's only pockets of heavy Polish populations in very random cities. Like, Buffalo happens to have a huge Polish population. Like, I know a ton of people yeah. that can trace lineage to Polish. And sure. we must have a big one because two things. Broadway Market, basically. It was this huge open air... Or not open air, but this huge underground kind of market it is kind of underground. down on the east side would you call that downtown it's downtown. yeah it's downtown and it's in little it's in kaiser town which is Jeez. the term for <laughs> that's what it is it's basically yeah. what it is in buffalo it's there's signs that say that the east side used to be polish catholic and the west side used to be italian and north buffalo used to be irish catholic or no i'm sorry south buffalo used to be irish catholic, irish catholic. north buffalo was just rich people what was it well, there were rich know. people in Buffalo for a long time. I mean, North no, North Buffalo, there still is. But, like, what <laughs> I mean, yeah. What was it originally? Was it just s- still rich people? Like, <laughs> of, of all... Anglo-Saxons. I guess. The whites. I but, uh, yeah, and Buffalo does Dingus Day, which is basically a Polish holiday, and they do, they block off, like, a big portion of that area um, in Buffalo and do whatever. I think they do, like, a parade and uh, food and beverage. Whatever. Yeah, a bunch of people rent booths and shit. It's dope. I haven't. I didn't go to la- this past year, but I've been before. Um, Should we I do s- saltiest and tries? Or yeah, why not? How deep in are we? What's the time? Thirty count? minutes. Yeah, they'll give us another fifteen. Yeah, let's go. Um, saltiest of the week—a segment where we decide who uh, was the most angry or had the most issue this week publicly. Um, it could be. The hosts, but most of the time it's not us. We choose somebody. I'll go first because I already know mine, and John's got his book out, so he doesn't know his. I do know mine, bitch. Oh. Bob Kane. And now, now I'm cutting in line because good. Because I didn't even know that this pissed was going to be who Max. you were going to do it. Yeah. Do you know who Bob Kane is? I feel like you would, if anybody, but not many people. I w- I don't like, expect you to like 100. I don't know if I so, do. When I t- he created Batman. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, under every single Batman yeah, yeah, yeah. comic book, like, fucking ever, it says created by Bob Kane. Like, right. right underneath it in a very particular font with the O is very big and Bob, whatever. So, basically, and I don't think this is this week. This is just kind of something I found out because there was a documentary on it. I've been really into documentaries. Cannot sit through movies and TV shows anymore other than New Girl and other than this other movie that I just saw Ford yesterday. Ford Ferrari. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, that was good, but it took me three days to watch it. Yeah, it's true. Um, but this movie that I watched yesterday was like one, just sit through the whole thing. Amazing. That would be my other try. Um, where was I going? Bob Kane. Bob Kane. So, this motherfucker did not create Batman. And it's like this whole scandal. And the guy who actually like did, um, like tried to say like, yeah, I'm, I'm like basically the guy who made Batman Joker riddler penguin like just you know the bat cave the batmobile all those things the logo the suit the whatever the sometimes they call this the villains in a comic um in a comic series any comic series the rogue gallery Hmm. but go on i like that and i liked how they in once upon a time in hollywood they called them the heavy yeah i like that um but yeah basically they like bob kane had an idea for a guy named batman but he was wearing red 
had Robin's little bullshit half mask on top and like just covering the eyes right. and had like wings that were like hard, like wings that were just always out and shit but completely a ridiculous like not try, try walking nowhere the door. near nowhere near what batman actually looks like nowadays he wasn't a detective he was just a crime fighter or whatever terrible idea chiboy what's his name uh something bill finger which sounds like a fake name bill finger like the you know like the appendage uh took all that away said we're gonna make him gray and black we're gonna give him the ears on top to look like a bat we're gonna make the mask like completely cover the top of his head to look more like aggressive we're gonna give him a cape that's scalloped at the ends to look like wings when they're flared out right and he's gonna be a detective he's not gonna have any superpowers and then you know he basically created everything other than the The name. name yeah um and essentially he he died in in squalor and poverty and meanwhile bob kane was millionaire so because he got the naming rights yeah but it was also there's a bunch of things there's there was a lot of like handshake agreements that fucked over bill finger get it in writing mm-hmm. but this that was dude, this was in like the 30s this yeah was before people assumed everybody else was no one thought money. a lot of people didn't even think comics were going to take off in in that period of time well the reason bob kane got into it is because he saw how much the two inventors of superman they were making 800 bucks a week and he was like i want 800 bucks a week I'm going to make a new super superhero. Back then, having an idea was enough. Nowadays, not so much. <laughs> I mean, they also, the two of them basically wrote and, and drew all the first hundred-something Batman comic books. Right, 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 right. Um, so now you can go, now that I've cut you. Here's my saltiest of the week. Here's why I think my saltiest is more, because it's, it's obviously this week it happened instead of when this documentary came out. Um, that doesn't invalidate yours, though. Yours is still good. It is good. What's going on with uh, Ellen DeGeneres? Oh yeah, she's uh, radio silent. Here's the thing: it's over. It, that's that's what it is. Yeah, it's just another. It's an aggressive push from cancel culture. It's kind of um, an interesting push. It's for interesting to me because it's yeah. a different reason. It's the, not the normal reason for canceling somebody. Do you think that has anything to do with her gender? Mm, yeah, because I because that instead makes sense of phrasing because there's it, there's a lot of male celebrities who are known for just being dicks. Here's what and I that's found just interesting: kind of an accepted thing about instead that. of phrasing it like, um, you know, male CEO or male person on this talk show sexual harassment towards his employees, all the headlines say Ellen uh, promotes a toxic workplace. That's a weird way of phrasing it, but then if you look into it, it's the same reasons. There's sexual harassment in the office. There's racist remarks in the office. Um, wait, wait, wait. That's part of the Ellen? Yeah, so allegedly that, some employees have come out and said how horrible it is to work for her and how on set, if you're not, because then you'll have all these, like Jay Leno you'll ha- and um, Kevin Hart and other celebrities who have been on the show multiple times be like, Ellen's so great, and she donates this and that. Yeah. Ellen's nice to rich people. I'm not saying that I don't know what the facts are of you know what's going to come out of this, but of course those the guests are going to say she's nice. It's her job to be nice to them, but it's the employees of her that are saying it's right. not really a great place to work. She's what about, actually like this behind the but scenes. But dive into I'm talking about I didn't I thought she was just a bitch. I didn't know that there was sexual harassment and meaning that's like a blanket term meaning like it occurs in the office, maybe not even from Ellen, but 
there's being nothing done to stop it from happening in the office if it's a known thing like oh bill from bill from media department sexually harasses people uh, nothing happens right okay we'll see i don't think there's going to be any litigation will she the funniest thing to come out of this thing i think she's just going to be done yeah i don't think there's any way to sue her for being a dick i mean she's getting up there in age she's you know be done it's i think it's also partially what we'll call cosby syndrome where she promoted herself as wholesome good very kind to everybody be nice like she, her image wasn't rough around the edges already. Right, right, right. It wasn't, you know, it doesn't. It just doesn't fit it, her to it, be like this. It doesn't. The funniest thing to come out of the whole thing is that someone said on Twitter, a tweet went viral to replace Ellen with Eric Andre, and then it picked up. I signed Eric that petition. Andre, <laughs> I signed that. <laughs> and then he picked it up and retweeted it. That's hilarious. And to now me. all the pictures where they like splice his face over yeah. her hair. Amazing. Do you oh, think amazing. that? Do you think that this will end where? They'll change the host, but keep the name of the show, the Ellen DeGeneres show. No one would walk. No one would watch. No. I think if no she way. leaves the it's show, done. it's just yeah, done. It's period. Done. It's just over. It's They're done. gonna need to fill a lot of airtime. I want to know how many celebrities went on that show, and they only went on that show because their publicist or whoever said it's a good idea, and they didn't actually want to go on. Probably a lot. Uh, the vast majority, I would say. Who didn't want to do that stupid interview? Get scared from the guy coming out the box. Like we get it. <laughs> it's so it's so old and simple and not really funny. I mean, those shows come a dime a dozen. Well, not a dime, but a million a dozen. I mean, her and Oprah, bro, yeah. changed the game. That's really it. I guess you could say The View, but... A lot of people don't like Oprah. Oh, yeah. Now. A ton of people don't like Oprah. But, uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of dissent about her. She went once went to the, uh, quote-unquote, most racist town in uh, the USA in, like, some southern town. And, like, when she was, like, a young... Um, I don't think she had... I don't think she had the Oprah Winfrey show back then. She might have. It might have been like an early episode. And she got like, there's clips of it. Like people just on television just being like, we don't want you here. And like telling her, like she was trying to get, she was trying to be like, um, come from a place of understanding. And Oh, like she knew it was the most racist. Yeah, she knew. She purposely knew. Went purposely there went there to have a, a dialect. Right. A dialogue and they were just like. Somebody. We're not here to have a dialogue. Like, we don't care what happens outside our town, but this is our town. This is what we want for our town. Like, it was crazy to me. I was like, there are people that still exist like that. Yeah, that town is still famous, actually, for that right now. Um, I just saw a video recently. I don't think it was from there. um, Where a guy in a, I think it was a Walmart parking lot, some kind of parking lot. He's in his car with his daughters. Oh, maybe I didn't see that. Black guy, seems like he's in 30s, maybe 40s. Um, Two daughters, I think, in the car. And this psycho fucking, like, 50-year-old cracked-out-looking white lady is, is in front of the car being like, this is my car. Like, get out of my car. And he's, like, I, he's like holding up his, uh, whatever, documents and shit. Like, title or whatever? Yeah, I don't even remember. But, like, he's like, no, this is my fucking car. What are you talking about? He, and then people just assume that it's a, that she's right and, and, and not lying about the insanity of a guy putting his children in somebody else's car and trying to pull away with keys. Like, that's the... Code red right there. I know. Does he have keys? Okay, it sounds like it's his car. Like the license plates registered fu- to his name. A bunch of fucking people come over and start beating the shit out of the car, hitting it with like bikes, and motorcycles, like blocking them in. The girls are crying. It's getting like violent. There's people trying to open the doors. They do at one point, and the dad's able to like close it, and then he just kind of like tries to like pile drive out of there in the car. And I don't even know if I could finish the video. I don't think I did. Did he get arrested? Did anybody get arrested? I don't know. It's super recent, super like 
it got posted like because somebody was like trying to spread the word like right now type thing. Oh, really? And I, I saw, it saw this um, I thought you were talking about the video of the guy who was in some small town in the south with like a like a, just one guy with a Black Lives Matter sign, and he was videotaping how yeah. many people drove that, by. No, that's in that town. That's in the most, most racist town in America. Oh, it's the same town. Okay, so that well, not sense. in the town that my story happened right. in, but in the I Oprah think town. I'm pretty sure that that happened in what we're talking about. That video was kind of crazy where it was just like one after another. People Blatant. just giving Dozens. death threats. Like, I was like, bro. And Can then we he went to the Walmart yeah. and they were like, you need to leave. And he showed them the official Walmart stance on Black Lives Matter and saying that like protesters could be there. And uh, it didn't matter. They were like, leave. That's wild. And all in relation to this, because the next person is going to have to clean up, you know, try to clean up our country. Um there's this professor that's been right about every presidential election since 1984. He's made a prediction, and he released his prediction recently as Biden. So that's what he thinks. If he's going to be wrong, it'll be the first time since 1984 he's wrong. How many elections are between here and there? You said 84, right? Yeah. So it's not that many. 88, 92, yeah. 96, 96, 2000. 2000. And then five more after more. that. So we're at 10. He's 10 for 10. It's pretty good. Bat a thousand. Right back. I'm not saying we should all put our eggs in that basket, but this I guy. Mean, I don't even. <sighs> I don't even know this guy, like who this guy is. I know he's a professor somewhere, and that's his like a professional opinion. And the fact that he's like put it on record every year and been right, go for it, man. So, obviously, I don't want Trump to be our president going forward. I don't even want him to be our president right now. But I am genuinely hoping that the conspiracy theory about Biden mysteriously passing away within his first like year of office to give is it, this to give it to his vp i i genuinely i'm okay with that happening i can't i don't want biden as our president either you're really gonna get us raided we are about to get raided Dude, by the there's Secret so Service. many thousands of people tweeting that here's the thing when did this theory come out when did you first see this one i haven't seen what, this that one. his vp is gonna be that the real he's president? gonna well that he's gonna die within the first few months of his uh, term? i mean not few i don't it, within the first i don't know two years we'll say yeah and then whoever that VP is is the actual candidate. Kamala. Maybe. Uh, I want Michelle. I'm thinking he's going to pick Kamala, and there's a lot of people with issues with that with her prosecuting background. I, I don't want AOC. I know a lot of people no, do. No, why would, why would she? A lot of people do, man. It's insane. It's yeah, insane. But she wouldn't get picked. She's way too young in the game. Yeah, is that even legal for her to run? I don't think there's an age restriction on vice president. That's interesting. Because to be president, it's like over 40. It's like 44. I think it's 40. 40, it's something old. It's like it's it's not a low number at all. It's I thought some, it was the, between was like 42 surprised. and and 40. Yeah, um, something like that. No, she's not going to get it, bro. Yeah, she's like in her me? early 30s, late 20s. No, she's not in her 20s. She's in her early 30s. Got to be. Whatever. Either way, she's said some crazy shit before. I'm, I'm not about her. There's a lot of people that are really into her because she's cool and she won't shut the fuck up about how she was a waitress. Like, we all used to work in food industry I'm not super impressed by the fact that you went into politics afterwards. Um, oh, my gosh. One of the first articles. What? Oh, no. That's, I'm not clicking on that. That's Fox News. <laughs> I was like, AOC has, like, allegations about something ridiculous. Regardless, I'm just not into Oh, there is an age cutoff. For um, the presidency or for the vice presidency? For both. And? Loading. Um, I'm gonna guess before you say it. I'm gonna say 46 for president, and I'm gonna say, um, no, we're gonna go 43 for president, and we're gonna go 35 
for advice. Of course, they did it in alphabetical, so I have to scroll down to U.S. Poland. We were just talking about Poland. You can be president of Poland at 35. You can be a senator at 30. That's fair. What the hell is apostle? You can be an apostle or a member of the European Parliament at 21 and a counselor at 18. Christ. You want to go to – want to run a campaign? What if we did a completely <laughs> remote campaign for Poland and they, didn't, they just couldn't verify that we weren't Polish citizens? I mean, they could. All right, here we go. Um, to be a rep, you have to be 25. To be a senator, you have to be 30. 35 as for president. Huh. And then, that ain't bad. No, that, that's – dude, we shouldn't have guessed that because Waka Flocka, remember that? And he's like, I'm not 35 yet. Uh. Um, no, there's no for uh, – not for VP. It doesn't say anything about that. I actually do. Th- I do think 35 is okay. I don't know. That's fine. Kennedy was in his 30s, wasn't he? Or was, maybe he was in it. Maybe he was wasn't like Wasn't Obama 40. one of the youngest at like 42? Yeah. Maybe that's why I was thinking low 40s because he was considered like extremely young. I don't think we'll see a president 35, 36, 37, 38, 39 for a long time. Think about a it. Vice, it could be the vice situation with, with Biden. It could be the vice know. situation with Biden. Either way. We'll, we'll wait for November. I don't want to, you know, I try not to engage with it in real time. You know, it's that's it's exhausting. Like, that's why at the elections, too, I don't sit up and watch the numbers. I'll just wait for the news clip the next day. All right, let's move on to our tries, recommendations for the week. What do you what do you got? I have. Dun, 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 dun. That is the community tries theme. So I had, (laughs) so I kind of had two, but one of them was just to like work on your own cars and like learn how your engine works and stuff like that. So we're going to say fuck that one because we talked about shit like that. We're going to go with The Nice Guys, a movie that is essentially the greatest buddy cop movie of all time, in my opinion. Pause. You said you can't sit through movies. This is the movie you sat through? Yep. All right. Unpause. Um, It's tremendous. It's a buddy cop movie like no other. So many turns. Like, there's so many things in in movies nowadays that are hyper-predictable. Like, yeah. done before a thousand times a million different ways. This shit is unique. It didn't really... It got hyped, but it wasn't as, like, impactful. I like remember they, they it. They fucked up with the name. They should not have called it anything close to the other guys. Because the other guys is a huge buddy cop comedy movie that just came out within the last ten years with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. What, if, what would like you rename it? Um... Uh, off rip Ryan Gosling looking for Amelia now that sounds more of like a coming of age teenage tale fair fair let me think uh, looking for Amelia it's alright you know what uh, wait is, who's who um, who's the other guy in it Russell Crowe yep he good in it cause he's yep. done some Killer. questionable he's things fat, he's fat in it which means well, he's amazing he's fat now yeah but that's like awesome like he he kills it. He kills it. I'll have that's to watch it. I, I, I've always it's scrolled by it so and been funny. like, mm, I don't really, scrolled. I don't really laugh out loud often when it comes to things coming through a screen. Like I, for some reason it's like hard to get that real genuine reaction out of me. Even stand up, Like it's hard yeah. to get me to do anything more than a, hmm, whenever uh, Italians funny. control. <laughs> and, uh, I laughed out loud 15 times minimum in this movie. How many, Dabasaurus Rexes did you take? Thousands before. Like, so many. So many. <laughs> that's that's pertinent information. Yeah, but they don't get me goofy anymore. They just get me tired and stupid. That's all. Take a, take a break. I, I'm going to switch to Bud for like a week. But I need to find a system where I won't smell like weed at work. It's my, it's my new thing. Smoke outside. 
Yeah, but I need like specifically a system where I don't have to roll when I'm at work, and I and I wear gloves, so they're already pre-rolled, and I have gloves. Take the gloves off afterwards. It sounds like what? All right, we'll talk. <laughs> um, do you want to know mine? Also, this is great because it goes right into the highness. Sure. Well, do you have anything else to say about the nice guys besides watch it? That's pretty much it. Uh, don't expect anything because unexpected shit happens all the time, which is the beauty of that movie. That's what makes it like they'll flip things on its head over and over and over again. Like you'll think something's going to happen. Nope. And it just takes your fucking feet out from under you. The nice guys. Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe, fat Russell Crowe. Funny Ryan Gosling is a good character. He is. Like, he's like an idiot drunk in this movie. Like, that just constantly is falling and, like, hit it getting hurt. <laughs> um, I'll have to check it out. Here's my tries. If you like snacks, which everybody does. Love snacks. Go to the store. Don't think about it. The biggest bag you can find. Don't go for the small bags. I don't even think they sell them in small bags. Smart food popcorn everybody's rolling their eyes right now because they're like oh yeah we get it the white cheddar shut up they have a flaming hot white cheddar smart get the fuck out of bro here. and the way they it's the flaming hot that the trademarked flaming hot like that dust on top of the already white cheddar popcorn i haven't killed a bag in a while i haven't killed a bag in a while i murdered this bag i wasn't expecting i wasn't really expecting much i was like it's gonna just be a little hot whatever i took a few bites i was like it's over i <laughs> murdered I'm gonna go broke because of these things i murdered this bag smart food popcorn it's the it's like a new designed bag like their their regular um what's it called logo is changed but it's still a black bag like the regular smart food popcorn with red letters, a different font, the flaming hot right there. Insane. Insane. That should be your next snack pickup for watching the other or the nice guys, whatever it was. I'm telling you, I murdered it one day. One day. There was some left in the bag because I didn't want to have to throw it out, so I put it back in the cupboard, but it was essentially murder. You know what I'm saying? Like, just. Yeah. And I don't really promote snacks that much, especially those that you can overdose on, you know? You can overdose on those? On smart food, flaming hot popcorn? Yeah. I'm sure you could. I <laughs> definitely could figure it out. I definitely fucking tried. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I I don't know what came over me. I'm not even sure if I was even under the influence of anything at the time. Dude, you got to listen to this when it comes to overdosing. I, what I said to Mal the other day to describe it was I tried to be the first person to ever overdose on THC. <laughs> like, I really... Like made an attempt, but it, did you just glob in I the was ball? Just globbing over and over again, like just trying to like. Don't not you get even to a exist. point where your brain is throbbing and you're like, I you pass out? Not anymore. It doesn't exist for me anymore. Maybe at some point in my life, but at this point, the last time you greened out was at uh, at Headley when you cut yourself with that knife, the blue Fanta. That wasn't greening out. That was going into shock. Yeah, but uh, there was blood pouring out of my hand. You did green I, out at Headley at least once, no? Like, need to go to bed? No. Or, like, like throw, throw up. up? Yeah, my first ever dab was at Headley. So, yeah. I, I was threw up on the actually? spot. actually? I threw up on the spot. Yeah. Your but, first dab was at Headley? Yeah. Tomas Waz came over and gave me a dab, and I died, and he left. I didn't know that was your first. Mm -hmm. We didn't even celebrate. I mean, 
That wasn't a good day. <laughs> but yeah. basically, the other day I got so high before I went to bed that in my dreams I was like getting too high and like having to like go it go to bed in my dream because I was too high. Here's I swear the, to God. Unless you just in real life, if someone was watching you, I was actually waking <laughs> you up. Went and going the, back you went in the you they saw you come out of your bed, walk around your apartment, go back into bed. Then like thirty <laughs> minutes later, you got out, walked around your apartment, like looking for stuff, took a dab, and then went into bed. Here's my question. I was with people in the dream. Do you think that uh, dabbing or smoking marijuana before close to bed um, impacts the amount of restful sleep you're getting like a deep sleep or no, not at all? They say they say that it, it fucks with your REM sleep. I don't I don't buy You don't it buy that? Because I, I need sleep. Like I'm a person that needs eight hours plus or I'm going to be like, ugh, like well, the next day. Here's the and thing. And I feel great waking up a lot of the time here's the thing about what i don't why i think that that research might be flawed a they're using people that aren't regular users they're using people that are like they have done pop before but they're not as regular as three or four times a day like you are like right. regular people who do it throughout their day 10 to 30 also i don't know how you're also getting hooked up to a machine which fucks with like your anxiety there's a million things like there's a billion things but uh i also think that if you don't get that sleep, it does affect you. This is no. So people like like you're not falling asleep at your wheel and you're not like your barbering isn't being impacted. Like you're not like nodding off and you're not like, you know, not functioning. So it's interesting. But they say that it does fuck with your and I've been sleep. doing it for years now. Like I have not taken a break in more than three years. Here's a, here's a thought, though. Like, I haven't taken a break for more than eight hours. I also years. think that <laughs> if it was fucking with your REM, you would have REM kickback, which is a real thing. What's that? REM kickback is essentially the uh, idea that let's say I stay up for, like, 24 to 36 hours straight off energy drinks, whatever. So I'm not sleeping. I didn't get that REM sleep. Or I just went to bed three days in a row, but I was interrupted. There was, like, noises on the street or some shit happened. I got had to w- wake up a bunch of times during the night. If you do not go into REM and you do not dream, you catch up. You don't you, like so. The next time you actually can go to bed and sleep, you will have a way more vivid dream, or you hmm. will definitely go into REM <clears throat> for longer periods longer. for a longer period of time. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like you, you don't sleep. But that's for a while in general. That's not how sleep works. Like I can't sleep for thirty hours one day and be like I'm good for the week. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, an apple juice helps you have vivid dreams before bed, and allegedly helps your penis grow. No fucking way. Allegedly, <laughs> it was a meme that showed me that apple information. Juice. Just um, downing apple juice by the gallon. That's what the meme was. The dude was like, he's like, he read it online, and then. But yeah, it does supposed to help uh, with dreams, like uh, activate some kind of vividness to your dreams. Um, you actually dream every night, but you don't remember most of them. And that's our show, everybody. Thanks for watching another episode of Pass Assault. We'll see you next week, hopefully, if we're on our game. Um, I'm John Peroni. Max Cambria. Find us everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Anchor is our host. See you next time.